plethora of emotion and feeling. We all have different and varied backgrounds and stories and um, our relationships with our parents are all at different stages. And so I want to acknowledge firstly that I'm aware there are or would be people here who um, are perhaps estranged from their kids, estranged from their mums. Mum is no longer with us. Um, And so today can kind of be a little bit of a bumpy, get it over and done with kind of day. If I can just encourage you, regardless of where you are in that journey, what I am very sure of is that there is a Heavenly Father who, if we believe the Bible, and we all do, is true. The Bible tells us that we are created in his image, both of us, man and woman, which says to me that in the heart of the Father, there is a reflection of what us girls are like. So in in your heavenly father, there is nurturing, there is comfort, there is kindness, gentleness, and so on and so on. So if, if today is a hard day for you, I want to encourage you that there are aspects of your heavenly father that can nurture and love on you and care for you. If you just sit with him today at some point, let him minister to you at wherever you are. Uh, moving on, two of our mums. I've asked them to share specifically um, around two different things because I guess what I'm aware of on Mother's Day and sometimes Father's Day is, is as men you can clock off because you think this is the girl's day and this is the girl's talking and, and vice versa on Father's Day. But what I want you to leave with today is knowing that I've asked these two girls for a particular reason because whereby they are both mothers, they are at completely different spectrums of the journey. We have one mum sharing who is a young mum with young children and the crazy business of life that that brings. And then we have another mum who is a working mum outside of the home and um, is, has raised her family and is continuing to do so but has older children and just the many and varied challenges and blessings that come within that whole dynamic. And I guess whether you're male or female, what I wanted to encourage us with this morning is that God can sustain us regardless of where we are in the journey. God is our anchor. And I, I, I hope that if you leave with nothing else today, I hope that you leave with that truth, that God can sustain you no matter where along the timeline or where along the journey you are. So with no further to do, I would love to welcome up Tiffy, our mummy of two and a half people. <laughs> We're expecting another little day. I'm telling you, we know how to multiply in this church. Ladies, if you are not wanting babies, do not drink the water at morning tea because something's happening. <laughs> Good morning. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was very spoilt this morning, so it's been a nice start to the day. Um, So thank you, Tim, for that. (laughs) Um, And yeah, and thanks, Jackie, for asking me to share um, this morning. Yeah, I've got had to have to look at my notes today because my um, baby brain. I'm claiming it. Don't judge me. <laughs> it's been shocking lately. Tim's had um, lots of funny opportunities to laugh at me, so <laughs> it's been interesting. <laughs> Not long to go. Anyway, yeah, I've been asked to share a little bit of my motherhood journey up until now. So I've been a mum for five years. Um, yeah, for now and yeah, expecting number three. And I know that I can't speak for all um, mothers of my situation and I 
I'm not going to claim that I can even speak for all women. I can only speak um, my journey. So I hope that um, you can get something out of that. So um, motherhood with young children, as I described to Jackie recently, is a crazy yet beautiful ride. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be anywhere else doing anything else, except, of course, when it becomes absolutely necessary that I need to (laughs) escape for a moment. Um, because I'd be a crazy person otherwise, (laughs) I think. (laughs) Um, It's a privilege to be called mum by my beautiful kids and it's a role that I treasure with great passion. I dreamed of being a mum from a young age and I understand that that's not all young women's dream, Um, but it was for me. It was a big heart's desire. Perhaps it was being a child of divorced parents that just longed for a whole family of her own. Perhaps it was a little bit of a child in me who just wanted to play house or, I don't know, it just seemed idyllic maybe. um, Perhaps it was my upbringing. I was brought up and surrounded by a large extended South American family and um, where women and the mothers were a constant comfort for me. And I know that it was also having a wonderful mother of my own who, despite very difficult circumstances, did the best she could and remains a wonderful and giving mum and grandmother. I think it's most likely a mixture of all of those. But, um, of course, in the years before motherhood, I had other passions also. I had a career, I was studying, I became an early childhood teacher... I loved being creative, I loved to sew, I loved to draw. Um, I loved travelling with Tim and serving in church. And like a lot of first-time mothers, I carried all of these experiences that I'd gained so far um, into motherhood with high hopes that, of course, I could have it all and do it all. (laughs) Um, When we had our first baby, Everett, we were home and settled and all the hype had gone Tim was back at work and mum had gone back home and um, let's just say things got real. (laughs) Again, this isn't everyone's journey, but I know um, that I'm sure we can all relate to that moment when um, all our best laid plans come to a standstill and you say something like this for the first time. This is really hard. (laughs) And... um, It's just not what I thought it would be. I can't do this. And I know that was me for the first, yeah, first year. Yeah, this happened to me in a very real situation when Ev was about two months old. I remember calling Tim in tears, asking, when are you coming home? And he was like, Tiff, it's nine o'clock in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) So? Yeah, I remember standing in the middle of the living room holding my precious healthy baby and just feeling like a failure, feeling not capable, feeling ungrateful. How could I say these things? It's terrible. And all I could pray was help. In a moment of weakness, he whispered these words. Sorry, I'm pregnant. (laughs) Um, He said these words clearly. He said, I know, I know, Tiffy. Yeah, he calls me that. (laughs) 
Um, but here's the thing, you're not meant to do it alone. I want to do this with you. Ask me. I'm a father and I'll help you. Sorry. I think this was the greatest revelation motherhood has unlocked for me so far. That in that moment, um, there's this promise that God wants to participate in our lives and turn our weakest moment into our finest And not because we get it perfect in that one instant, but just because we say yes to walking this journey with him. So through the short years of mothering, I've seen how God longs to share insights and wisdom, encouragement and strategies in how to do this life well and well for his glory. In preparation for this, Jackie asked me, so how do you keep yourself fresh in this season that can seem mundane sometimes. And one of the first things that came to my mind was this idea of fruitfulness. Jeremiah 17, 7 to 8, describes a fruitful person like a tree planted by water. The promise at the end of the verse is a person planted by water will not be anxious in the year of drought. And life can seem like that sometimes. Seasons of drought, you might feel dry, worn, thin. And just because you're doing the same thing again and again and again. So it got me thinking, what does fruitfulness look like for me today? Well, it looks perfectly imperfect. For me, it means prayers at the kitchen sink. Uh, Choosing to sit with my children, even though I really just want to do what my to-do list is saying or just something for myself. It's escaping somewhere, even if it's just for two minutes, just to take a breath. It's enjoying and making time for my own other passions and friendships, and it's partnering with Tim and the joy of witnessing his journey in fatherhood and seeing him be so good at this. See, look, off he goes, taking kids to the toilet (laughs) yeah seriously dads are so fun I don't get it it's not fair (laughs) and Tim is an amazing dad he's an amazing father and husband and man and it's an honor to do life with him Um, it's giving in to needed times of rest and simplicity and a so slower rhythm to my week It's getting wise advice from experienced and godly parents. And when I ignore everything I just said, which I do weekly, (laughs) it's in saying sorry, it's in being humble and asking for help. It's giving myself some slack and just serving cereal for dinner, staying in pyjamas all day, leaving that washing in the basket and watching or watching that show or playing the game for the billionth time. (laughs) And lastly, but not least, it's walking this journey with God, having him as my shepherd and comfort when all all of my made-up and fluffed-up ambitions go out the window. And it's finding rest and worth in who he says I am. In Timothy 1.5, Paul acknowledges how he can see the legacy of faith given to Timothy by his mom, his mother and grandmother. 
I know I'm only in the early days of this motherhood journey. But I love that idea and it fills me with hope because I know that these women were not perfect, but they obviously had a similar revelation that just by saying yes and probably sorry and then yes and then sorry again (laughs) and then yes again (laughs) to walking this season with a faithful God that all of that energy and time is seen as an inheritance to her children. So, yeah, so that's what was on my heart. And, um, yeah, thank you for listening. And thank you as well just to this church family who weekly encourages myself and Tim and my children. Um, it's just it's really nice to hear sometimes. <laughs> and it means more than you know. So thank you. Thank you, Tiff. Isn't it amazing that there's a passage in the Bible that says, where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord above. And Tiff, that's what I hear come through when you say that is, be it at the kitchen sink or as we've joked many a time, hiding in the toilet. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. Our next speaker will come from a completely different perspective. And um, I want to introduce our beautiful Karina. Come on, Jonathan, get out of bed. Come on, we've got to catch the bus. Come on, you're going to be late. Oh, quick, quick, quick. You've got five minutes. It's five minutes to the bus. Get out of bed. Goodness me. Oh, quick, I haven't done his lunch. Quick, make, 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 make. Phew, phone rings. Yes? Okay. Oh, no, what happened? Right. So you won't be in today. Okay, I'll organise somebody for you. Hacks things up. I get in the car, drive to work. Driving along, oh God, what a morning. Didn't really go as I planned. But Lord, I need you today. I need you every day. Without you, I can't do this stuff. Lord, I pray for my family. I pray for my kids. I pray for the families of all of those that I employ. Lord, I just ask your blessing, your guidance. Without you, I am nothing. Why have you chosen me? You know, I'm not qualified. I'm not educated. God, you put me in charge of this business with three centres and more to come. I can't do that. Are you really asking me to do that? Oh, God, I don't know. I just don't know how I can do it. Yes? Okay. What? Oh, darling, I'm sorry. Look, it's okay. It's okay. Cars can be replaced. Yes, it might be a fishbowl, but cars can be replaced. It's okay. Don't be upset. God has got you and you're safe. That's all that matters. Okay, I've got to go, darling. I'm just about at work. I'll give you a call a bit later. But it's all good. Cars are replaceable, but you're not. Okay, catch ya. Bye, darling. A day. Doesn't stop. I think we're challenged every day that we go through life. I had... (laughs) something totally different prepared for this morning. 
But in the shower this morning, God just said, no, (laughs) you can't do that. You have to be real. You have to be who you are. Let people into your life. Let them see what a day in your life is like. And my day goes from one thing to another. And I think, God, I didn't get time for you this morning. Oh, you know, I feel so bad. But I've talked to you today. You know, I talk to you in the car when I drive. And I go, now this is what's happening. And then I get a phone call from somebody, you know, from another um, repairer elsewhere. They said, oh, we're looking at probably getting out of our business. Would you want to buy it? And I think, God, it's a little bit early. I'm just changing from where this centre is being placed to another position. I can't do two things at once. But, Lord, I leave it to you. If you want me to do it and you want that to happen, you will make it happen. You will provide the funding. You will provide the resources that I need. You will provide the staff, another five staff that I need. Lord, it's just getting a huge responsibility on me. I've now got, you know, from 21 staff. What's that going to take me up, Lord? Oh, I am just so responsible and I feel like responsibility for every single family that we employ. It certainly is a different life to Tiff. And thank you, Tiff, for sharing. And every, I just want to say, this is my journey. It's not everybody's. And everybody's is very different. Yes, thank you. Technology, we love it. I might go back to the, the backup. <laughs> it's what we have, isn't it? You know, I, one of the things that God spoke to me many years ago, it just said, Lord, I believe you want to enlarge my vision, expand my horizons, and to engage in life that will have internal significance. And I live by that. You know, I'm not perfect by any means. I'm not a perfect mother. I'm not a perfect wife. I'm not a perfect, you know, boss. But I try to do my best in each and every one of those things. In Haggai 2.4, it says, Be strong. If all you people of the land declares the Lord and work, for I am with you. And without God, we cannot do anything that he has asked us to achieve. He wouldn't put us in a place of difficulties if he knew we couldn't stand it and if we couldn't walk through it with him. I live by faith, I'm generous and I'm obedient. First and foremost, to me, I'm a daughter of God. You know... Sometimes I really struggle with this to understand all my imperfections, all my failures. How can God love me? You know, I don't do this, I don't do that. But he does. He loves us regardless of all of that. God is the head of our home. Second to this, I am wife to my husband. To be a wife. You have to do, you have to cherish, you have to love outside yourself. Sometimes we take for granted and take on the responsibility of a husband and God keeps reminding me that that's not my role, it's not my position, 
It's not the order God has in place for us. And when I do that, things don't particularly go well. I just honour my husband more each day. I cherish him and I want to expand his thinking. Next day, I'm a mother. Mother to our children. We have five wonderful children between us. They range from 34 to 16. They are wonderful. We have grandchildren, which brings another change to your life. I'm very disappointed they're in America, though. (laughs) Can't see them as often as I would like to, but that's okay. Skype and technology are wonderful things. We have a great responsibility to bring our children up to know God and know that he is real. So often we feel like failures, but God knows our struggles. He knows our children's struggles. I remember one time we were at a conference or something that was happening. I said to Jonathan, I said, you know, we can go forward and pray and, and hear from God. His response for, to me was, I don't need to. I hear from God and talk to him already. And I just thought the simplicity and the understanding of a child, can I have that understanding? It keeps me humble to know what an amazing God we have. As a mother, I want to challenge my children's character. I want to challenge them to always look to God and know that it's their relationship with God, not mine, but they have to build that relationship with them. As I said, one of the, one of the things I do every morning is make my son's lunch. Yes, he's old enough to make his own. And I said, why don't you make your own? Oh, Mum, you make the best lunches. I said, oh, well, you can buy it. No, you make the best lunches. Thanks, darling. <laughs> and, they're, and they're the little things that you go, okay, I like that. I don't mind getting up and making your lunch. I don't really have time. And you certainly don't have time, but only because you won't get out of bed. But, <laughs> but I, I think it's wonderful. And the moments, like that time I go and pick Jonathan up from youth every Friday night. Sometimes it's 9.30, sometimes it's 10.30. It just depends when he's finished his thing. But driving home, it's the time that he shares with me his journey and what's happened to him for that night. To see him so involved in the youth and in God just fills my heart with joy. To know his heart is for God and his desire to share this with others. As he did on Friday night, he preached. And what he preached on was never, forgot, never forsaken. He, he was t- I told him, I said, Jonathan, I want to hear you preach. I said, I'm going to come. I said, I'm going to put a little mouse suit on and sneak in and my tail will be up wagging in the, ta- in the air. He said, no, you're not. I said, oh, please. He said, no, I've told everybody not to let you in. I said, oh, Jonathan. And Jeff drove him to youth. And Jeff said, oh, we'd like to come. No, you're not coming. I've organised everybody to keep you out. So Jeff said, well, if you're so organised to keep us out, you need to be organised to get a video of it. So sure enough, 
he got the video. <laughs> so on Friday night when we come home and I picked him up, we sat down and watched his sermon. And it just thrilled my heart just to see how he spoke, how he conveyed his relationship with God. And I just thank God every day for his impact in our children's lives. These are the rewards a mother has. And then fourth is I have business that God has given a vision for. I have always challenged to continue in God's strength, not mine. And it's amazing how things work out when God is back in control. Business is never smooth sailing. We go through many rough and challenging times. But without fail, God is there. Not necessarily to smooth the rough patches, but to make us look at our character and how we are portraying his business. The vision is given by God. The vision is impossible for me to accomplish. But I know God will bring it through. It's in his timing, not mine. God will give us a strategy, the plan, and when I am ready for them. Jeff always says to me, I don't plan, I'm just reactive. To some degree, that's a little bit of truth in that. But I leave the way open for God. I have faith in God that he will provide and show me the way to go. I have the confidence that if I look at all opportunities, he will make the right one come to pass. And I may think, God, I just don't have the money for that. But he will provide. And it reminds me he owns the cattle on the Thousand Hills. You know, if God says to do something, I dare not go against it. There are always going to be challenges in life, whether it's financial, spiritual, relationships, staffing, making it all work together, family, business. Without God, I am nothing. God has given me the ability and desire to push through in life where it seems impossible. In Matthew 19:26 it says with man this is impossible but with God all things are possible. Before breakthrough there is always a challenge we need to work through. Once we stop and recognize the importance of God in our daily lives we can then walk through. Yesterday I spent time with Jonathan doing what we both enjoy computers and technology. Once that was done I then went home and I did some cooking. I did some cupcakes for my daughter's engagement party in a couple of weeks. Whilst I was doing this, I was talking to God because of today and hearing what he has to say. And in all of this, he spoke to me as I was thinking about spending time with the kids and how valuable and important it is. He reminded me that that is exactly what he wants me to do with him spend time with his daughter. This is my challenge every day. Daily devotions for me is always a challenge. But it is important, whatever time it may be, it may be four o'clock in the morning, it may be nine o'clock at night, six o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, it really depends. But I couldn't do without it. It is one of those things that... God, I need more of you 
as we grow and grow, I need more and more because I can't do it. I can't do it without God. I can't raise my children without God. It's not me that's given Jonathan the words to speak. It is God and only through God. As I talk to God in the car driving to work, I pray for everybody. I pray for those that we've met overseas on our mission trips. I pray for the church and the family. I pray for those that have hurt me because it's so hard in life. There are so many people that want to bring you down. My only defence to that is to pray for them because I can't change them. That's God's work. And I'm not to judge. That's God's work. There are a couple of songs that have really hit home to me this week. And probably for the last couple of weeks, there's a couple of them. One is Flawless by Mercy Me. I just encourage you, when you're finished, go home, have a look at it. Look it up on Spotify, YouTube, whatever it is. And the other one is Who Am I by Casting Crowns. And in Who Am I, it says, Who am I that the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name? Who would care to feel my hurt? Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way? Not for, for an ever-wandering heart, not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I think those words, there's so many songs now that the words are really impacting on, on us. There was another one that I found this morning. It's a guy who wrote the song, He Lost His Wife. And just a very brief component of it is, Tell your heart to beat again, close your eyes and breathe in it. Let the shadows fall away, step into the light of grace. Yesterday's a closing door. You don't live there anymore. Say goodbye to where you've been and tell your heart to beat again. I think as we go through and remember Mother's Day and all that it involves, you know, we're mothers of all sorts, all kinds, and that's a blessing. You know, it's a blessing from God that none of us are the same. My story is my story. Your story is your story. And it's really important that we understand we're not the same. We might have bits and pieces that intertwine, but each of us have a story, and it's God's story of my life. Wow, you're out of a job, bro. As a mum um, of nearly 21 years, I have been where Tiffy is and been a working mum as well. And the one truth is that without Jesus, it's just a disaster, be it whatever season you're in. And listening to you girls, it makes me think of... Uh, the Great Commission, to be honest, 
go and ba- baptize, make disciples. And really at the end of the day, as parents, male or female, whatever, that's what it's about. It's exactly what the girls have shared today. Our heartbeat is that our kids go on and do greater things than what we have and know Jesus. And at the end of the day, when their days are up, we're there championing them on and to greet them and bring them in. Is that right? Just in closing today, I, um, one of my favourite scriptures in the Bible and one of my favourite things about this church is that um, we are what I would consider a multi-generational church. I mean, we have little people, we have newbies, we have, you know, still making babies and we have the elderly and I love that and I really do believe that that is the heart of God for his church on the earth is that we have all generations in the house and if I could just share this scripture with you it's out of Acts it says and it shall come to pass in the last days says God that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your young men shall see visions your old men shall dream dreams and on my men servants and on my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days And I know for Alan and I, our heart for Arise Church is that we would always have multi-generations coming through. And um, we, this morning, want to honour two of our most precious family members um, on Mother's Day. Um, A couple of weeks ago, I had a conversation with one of these ladies, and she made this comment to me. She said, Jackie, I, I don't know what I have to offer the church but I do know that I can pray. And I thought, you know what, darling? Most of us would testify that we're only in the house of God today because of women like you who have prayed us in. Mums, whether they be natural mums, spiritual mums, whatever. I thought, if all you do is pray, we're in a good place. And so this morning I've asked two of our youngest church members, our two young girls, Chloe and Rachel, um, as a church we wanted to honour Del one of our more senior mummies, but our Arise Grandma, and Elizabeth, two of our precious women who are our most um, mature in age, but can I just say, most mature in God. And for most of us, I feel like we stand on the shoulders of women like this who have walked the walk, talked the talk, and are still in the house of God. And I know a little bit of both of their stories. And life hasn't always been fantastic, right? Life's had its challenges. But the fact that you're in the house of God worshipping Jesus still is such a testimony to the rest of us and I have no doubt ministers to your heavenly father beyond what words could say. So we honour you both. We, re- we respect the call of God on your life and Del, if all you do is pray, we are in a good place as a church. God bless you both. I just want to invite Alan up just to close in prayer for us and maybe pray a blessing over our mummies. So uh, I'll charge you for this one. Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for a great day today, God, and we thank you, uh, Lord, for what has been shared. And um, Father, there have been uh, gems, real gems in some of the stuff that has been shared this morning, God. And I just pray that each of us, as we walk out of here, Father, we would, we would have that one gem, that one thing, that one uh, thing that has been spoken or said, whether it be through what was shared this morning, God, whether it might be something that came through the worship, might have been something someone said around coffee and, and cake in a conversation, Lord, but that, God, we walk out of here with that one thing and that, God, you would let that germinate inside of us. 
And the Father, you'd change us, God. You would shape us and you would mold us into the people that you want us to be. God, I pray a blessing upon each person that's here. Father, bless us this week. God, watch over us physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially. Guard us, protect us, Lord. Give us a fantastic week, God. And and, uh, Lord, I pray too this week that, Father, we would have an opportunity to take the blessing that you've given to us and share it with somebody that doesn't know you yet, God. And give them a bit of a glimpse into the heart of the Father for them, God. So we thank you for this morning, God. We uh, say we love you. We thank you for the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. We all pray in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. 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 Well, God bless you. uh, we normally, for those of you that might want to return next week, we'll probably be next door. We, we normally meet next door. You're not going to miss us anyway because you're going to walk down the same hallway. But um, uh, have a fantastic week. Uh, if anything has been said this morning and, and maybe there's something on your heart or you'd like prayer for something, or maybe you'd like to go up and grab one of the ladies and, and ask them a question or something, you know, I'm sure they're more than, than open for you to do that. So don't leave here with any questions on your mind. Bless you guys.